I'm excited because last week we were having like some technical difficulties and just now me and Quats did a little bit of um me and Quats did a little bit of technical investigation and we were able to figure out what the issue was. So now you guys can hear me and it's like ASMR. Okay, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you very much. My mic is slowly disintegrating. Are you okay. gonna talk in your mic, Quats? Does this sound good, though? No, okay, you have to get closer. Hola. Hey, Quads. Hola. Como estas? What's going on, girl? I'm here. You know, I'm living the American dream. I feel like you don't want to get close to the mic. This just brings... <laughs> <laughs> this is your... This is how you feel every time you're in front of a microphone? Yes. Wow. Because I feel like I either have to sing or perform, and I don't know what to do with this. Sing us a song. Sing us a song. I'm Y'all going to make me lose my mind up in here, up in we here. We were both about to do DMX songs. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all going to make me go all out up in here, up, up in here. If I got to give it to you, cowards, then it's going to be quick. What? All these men is going to juggle me. Suck my Woo. dick and all the mother cats you run. Get stung. And that's some shit. Remember? All right. Yeah. That's, that's, all, that's I all. I need the song. Yeah, I understand. I'm politicking with this chicken. Wondering if I'm a creeper, little hood back from 25th <laughs> named Tamika coming through like I do, you know, getting uh, my bark on. Carrie lived a, a DMX life uh -huh. in, a, in a past life. She Rest did. in peace to DMX, yo. R.I.P. to the goat. Yeah. The goat of the rap scene when I was growing up, you know, because yeah. that's when the rap was really good. It's really sad to like last week when we started the episode, uh, Jean was here and Minx were here, was here. Um, we started talking about him being in the hospital and look, it's a week later and this man has transitioned. Man, life will make you, make you just think about your, your life, you know, especially when somebody that legendary just kind of, it's like we, this was a family member of ours. We all mm -hmm. grew up on his music. Even if you didn't like, weren't like a big rap fan, it's like, oh, DMX. Right. You know, and you know, it's just sad, but at least he's not suffering anymore. No, for real. Um, yeah, at least he's not suffering anymore. But it's really sad. It, it makes you think about how quick, how quick. And I know we say life is short all the time, but life is really short. Like you could really be here one day fighting for your life. And tomorrow God could say, that's it. You know, that's enough. Mm, yep, that is the truth. Um, it's unfortunate. But like, yeah, rest in peace to Dark Man X and um or prayers and condolences to his family and stuff um or everybody that's his fans like really you know a lot of people had like such a close connection to his music um and other affairs so yeah rest in peace to dmx but welcome to the this is 30 podcast happy monday monday fun day my name is journey thank you for listening um i'm your host and i'm here with my cousin and friend of the show quatils good monday folks it's the third week second week of may i mean oh woo. look at what <laughs> it's the second week of april, april is what i meant to we, say we here. We're here. We're almost. Well, I don't know when the summer starts, guys, but I'm really amped. So me too. I'm ready. Is it know. a hot girl summer? Hot girl summer. Caliente. It is a hot girl summer. Is it hot girl summer? But my man is picking me up. 
or mm, it depends okay depends but on the day we're yeah <laughs> we're starting this we're starting this summer season as a hot girl summer okay then we'll see you know because who knows <laughs> i feel like anyway, that's how quickly it could change it could that's change. what that might be singing a different tune or it could be hot girls you know? i know that's right you know regardless of any, and what does it's that you live life without any regrets legally of course illegal activities but legally living life to the fullest praising god every day i don't know if i should put god into this girl Hot put girl him summer in there put him in there he belongs yes regardless praising god to have breath in your lungs to be able to go out to, to look live. as fine as you do i look like a boy today no, I but look still, like a boy. But you're thanking right. God that thanking you look God. as fine as. But definitely, Hot Girl Summer is living your life in the sun with your buns out. It doesn't matter where you're at. It don't matter if you're on a rooftop, a rooftop bar, or at a pool enjoying your life. It's just that simple, um, ladies. It's not about the men. It's just the late the time, all the time, every month, every month, one trip a month, two if we could do it. If you can sneak in a little, you know what I'm saying, shore getaway for the weekend, mm -hmm. do that. Let's skip the small talk and get straight to the trips. Okay. I don't know if you've seen the meme where it's like, you know, just book the trip. We could find out our favorite color on the plane. And that is true. That is very true. <laughs> we can That's definitely find out. Um, That's a big challenge. That's it. Yeah, I'm with it. Take me on a trip. Yeah. Um, I'm is, just kidding. Is that a note to... <laughs> <laughs> Is that a no? That's not a no. I don't, a I don't know what you're talking about, okay, quietly. No problem. Um, but yes, no problem. welcome to the This Is Thirty podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Shout out to all the people who are on their way to work, coming home from work, getting up out of bed. Um, you know, chilling like of the p top down, no ceiling, doing whatever it is you do. Once again, rest in peace to DMX, D um, who transitioned earlier this week. Um, and, you know, a lot of people are still expressing their love, their gratitude um, and just their admiration for this man. DMX was a special man. Right. Quads? He was very special. Um, he was a special man. And I think that what so many people find profound about DMX was his um, his faith in God, right. despite his battles Battle. with yep. addiction. Yes. Um, I do know that he has told the story many times of how a older, like kind of OG in the hood um, introduced him to cocaine or mm -hmm. crack. I don't know which one it was, but he's, his, his weed was laced with crack or cocaine. I don't know which one, um, but that's how he became addicted. And he was unaware. Um, he was unaware and that's where his battle began. And throughout his life, he has just struggled right. with uh, drug use. Um, but what I loved about this man is he was so honest and open about his faith. Right. Nobody, he could be coked up. He was going to pray for you. Right. He was going to thank the Lord. He was going to, he was going to tell you how much he loved God. And I felt like he was very aware of his struggle and he was just honest with you about it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm messed up, but I'm still beside the Lord or the right. Lord is still with me. Um, I, I, because of this, I think that there's a lot of people who have just been talking about living in your truth. And I've also seen a lot of comments about what it means to be a true Christian. Mm -hmm. And, um, some of the judgments that um, the religious folk sometimes place 
on you when you live your life a certain way or when you have issues, um, et cetera, et cetera. To me, DMX represents us all. Yes. He's no different than us. The only difference to me is that drug use is one of those big no-nos where like we look at it and we be like, you know, that's horrible. But he ain't no different than us. It's just that we get to do our dirt behind closed doors. Very true. And and not behind closed doors like that, but you know, every our our mistakes and our um, flaws are not on front street for everybody right. to see. We kind of have control over who has access to it. And he didn't because he was a celebrity, et cetera, et cetera. I wanted to have a conversation with you about um, about battles with your faith, right. like just naturally. Is there anything like you can resonate with or if you want to be open with me, are there any struggles that you face when it comes to Christianity that you're willing to, or just, you know, you oh, know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I struggle every day. And as I get older, it becomes more, it, let me say the noise becomes louder, mm. you know, in my head that, I mean, I I do some <laughs> ungodly things. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm Okay, guys, I'm just going to put it, it's PG-13, okay? All right, obviously. I am not a virgin. Mm -hmm. So we're going to talk about that. I think I more so struggle in that sense because of just basically just how everything flourished from the beginning of when I started that journey of not being a virgin to now. Um, So there are times where I do struggle with it because, you know, sometimes the flesh be calling, but I have to. The flesh is weak. (laughs) The flesh (laughs) is extremely weak. The flesh is weak. So I'm going to keep this very short and simple i i that's my biggest struggle everything else is not a problem i think that's a big struggle because i yearn for some affection Mm. or for some type of validation that i'm beautiful Mm -hmm. and i have to consistently remind myself even when i'm not feeling beautiful even when i when i i do look beautiful but i don't i still don't feel beautiful i have to continually pour yourself into myself Mm -hmm. like listen you are so that's what i'm working on and i promised myself that this year is going to be the year of you really have to i really have to work on that like i don't because i used to not wear makeup and i used to be okay with that but some days that's why i don't do my brows y'all my Mm. brows they they're not done now i just have to i have to live with what i what i was born with so so sorry to cut you off but so you think that sometimes you're uh, the link of um, sex yes. um, is linked adult to your actions. adult actions. Yes. yes. Um, but we grown. Um, yeah, so, so sex is linked to sometimes your worth. Yes. And um, uh, men's access to that could possibly be um, a feeling of like, they, okay, so I'm worth it. Yeah, okay. definitely. Okay. I've, I've realized that much. I've realized that more so um in the last probably like two or three years i've it's it's kind of sad that i realized it this late in life but as you get older you kind of start learning more about yourself and you're like do you really need to do that or do you want to do that do you need to do that and you question yourself and then more and more as i start exploring about you know my faith and all and everything in Christianity why I still haven't let go even though I'm far from the perfect child mm-hmm. I still haven't letting that go and it's like you know what 
you know, you're still worth it. You shouldn't have to, let me say, get validation from uh, other people, you know? I don't know if uh, men go through a lot of the nuances that we go through as women. And I'm sure they do, Mm -hmm. but maybe they have just been taught to block that part. Um, of themselves Mm -hmm. and they're the go-getters they're the initiators but I don't know if men any men that are listening I don't know if you guys realize how hard uh, what Quatley is talking about is for women especially women who have faith and love God because there are certain uh, rules that are put in place for how we should um carry ourselves and what we should do and shouldn't do and let's just be honest whatever your beliefs are right whatever your beliefs are sex makes everything much more complicated it adds emotions it it adds emotions it creates feelings um even when you are absence of absent or are purposely uh, ignoring those feelings it still brings about feelings it's a powerful sex is a powerful activity it is um and i feel like as a woman of faith um this is a constant battle we have because we know we ain't supposed to be messing around but once you open pandora's box it is not to mention the society we live in or just generally speaking it's it's kind of accepted you mm-hmm. know it is what it is um it's it, it's just a thing. And I think that those bounds would be less complicated if we follow those rules. But like you said, and like we've talked about, we're a flesh. So we have weakness in those areas, etc. But the mental battle of not linking your worth with uh, with activities like those right. and and also not losing your worth when you feel like you might have like prematurely given that to somebody or given it to somebody who wasn't worth it. Lord, that takes a toll on your mind too. Like I once read this meme and it said, um, a lot of y'all are not mad that that relationship with so-and-so guy didn't work out. What y'all are mad at is that you gave it up to him and it didn't work out. Right. Um you you those are the feelings where you feel like damn this didn't work out and it's like no, relationships don't work out when you're dating people, but when you have given so much and some to some people they think it's so little mm-hmm. or it's nothing, when you have done that then when it doesn't work out, all them feelings of what you did kind of come to the surface and then you figuring out how to hold on to this or how to, you know, um, see it, how to make it see its way through. Oh, man. Because that has happened and it's like, I don't know. It's um, That ain't a word. That That's a word. Yeah. That is a word. Yeah, yeah. That, that could, um, that could, um. That can be a problem. And I like that you brought that up because I think that probably I would think that's probably at the forefront, especially for girls. Um, um, One of the biggest battles of faith is like um, of being of treating your body like a temple in whatever capacity, whether it's when it comes to sex or whether it's acknowledging your worth. All the time. Yes. And not linking it to men or how men see you. Right. I like how you talked about pouring into yourself. That's really a practice. Like, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, I have to do that now, too. Like, um, I've done it as of recently where I really have to tell myself, girl, you are or beautiful. Boy, you are beautiful. A boy. You are <laughs> um, handsome. You are beautiful. Do not connect your worth to what your acne is doing right now. Do not connect your worth with how your hair looks right now. Mm -hmm. um, when the wig is off, when the wig is on. Like it, but it is like a daily practice that you have to do because it's so hard to like lose yourself Very in true. the stream of, of life. In the world. Right. You know, um, this brings me, well, yes, I'm not, this is not a plug for Lifetime, but y'all know that the last couple of weeks, <sighs> You guys yeah, your know cousin Quads has been has been really on the lifetime situation. And yesterday, TD Jake started his Seven Sin series. Okay. So yesterday was Lust. Mm. But honestly, good movie. Good movie. I, I like a lot of TD Jake's movies. Me They're too. really good. They're really good. Um, and it was good. It it, it dealt. I'm not telling y'all jump on Lifetime. I'm not getting paid by Lifetime. But I. But we wouldn't mind getting paid by Lifetime. Definitely. I mean, if Lifetime want to sponsor this, this is fine. <laughs> but it was a good message at the end of it. And okay. even though like that doesn't pertain to me, I'm not at that stage. I can understand the storyline as as Carrie Helson did a pretty pretty good damn job. Oh, she's the actress in yeah, it. Yeah, she okay. did a good job. Mm -hmm. And Tank was there kind of was like eh when i seen tank but it's okay i'm gonna leave the judgment to the side and there was this new guy that i've never seen before called tobias something he's kind of cute okay that was her husband and you know the lust factor lust guys it's serious out there lust to how you stip slipping love or how you stuck you know th if that ain't a word that's wale word to wale okay word to wale i hope he heard that you know but that was a very good movie, guys, and I loved it. And I just want to tell y'all beautiful queens out there to love yourselves, okay? It's not about these dudes. It's about you at the end of the day. Get closer to God. Gary don't understand that. One way, one way, king, one okay? way or another, we're going we gonna to find a way to say it's not about these, it's not about these men's. One way, Bump it's not these about men's. these dudes. It's not about say, these dudes. It's not about these men's, these males out here. It's about us and take control. I swear I'm not a feminist. I just, I, I believe in the practice of taking control of our lives. That's it. That's right. all I care about. But otherwise, yeah, y'all queens, you know, shout out to y'all queens out there. Beautiful black queens. Yes. Black queens and kings. Oh, yeah, the kings. But we're going to get to the kings in a slight bit. I just want to make this bit about the women. <laughs> I know that's right. Let's separate the, them. Because the flesh is serious, y'all. No, it's it serious. is. And so. women more than more so than men, I think, link uh, physical activity sometimes to uh, matters of the heart when mm -hmm. they not always. women are emotional. Yeah. Men are kind of like, okay, it's physical. Boom. Okay, mm -hmm. we're, we're over it. In more cases than not. Yeah. But there are some women who are, you know, down yeah. with the physical, physical, and that's it. You yep, know, I that's agree. all it is going to be. But I think more so women get lost in that. In that uh, role. They get lost in the sauce. Oh, Lord. Yes, sure do. We be swimming all up in the sauce. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't, know where, don't know where the sauce is taking us. Left, right, up, down. But we want to stay in the sauce. <laughs> oh, ain't um, that the truth? Oh. But, um, okay, so that's one of the other battles mm -hmm. um, that you face um, or that you can identify with when it comes to being in the world mm -hmm. and... Uh, or being the the I guess the 
you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The battle of, you know, not being of the world, but being in the in world. The world. Oh, definitely. Um, what's, can you think of any others? Honestly, not really. Um, okay. Not, not ones as major as the first one. Okay. Because the other things are controllable factors. Yeah, I drink. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't drink a lot. I'm right. I'm an alcoholic. I don't do drugs. Right. Um, I'm lazy, but <laughs> I'd right. rather just be lazy. But it's not like something that's not fixable or that I'm battling with. Mm-hmm. That's just a character flaw. Sometimes, you know, drinking is not just some people that don't drink. And I applaud you. Um, but I don't need to drink every weekend. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm good or every day. I'm I'm fine with that. Um I think I think another one of mine is guilt tripping. Oh um that, guilt, that's a good one. Guilt that's tripping one. is is a really hard uh thing for me to deal with because I guilt trip off of everything. Oh, okay. I guilt okay. trip off of everything and i i feel everything i don't know if that's a pisces thing you know y'all know Mm -hmm. i don't really like the the sign stuff stuff but i guilt trip and like feel bad off of everything and i hold i feel like i hold everybody's emotions on me i don't know why i'm i'm like that but i hate it um so that's one of my other issues like i just i hate like when I do one thing wrong or when I make a mistake and it could be in any capacity, any type of mistake, I will hold on to that mistake forever and self-analyze and criticize and figure out how, even though I'm probably going to make the mistake again, mm-hmm. I will literally contemplate and dive in it, <laughs> like try and really figure out what do you, why are you like this? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. And I just, long story short, I carry emotions for a long time. A lot of things irritate me, and I wish they could be moment. Um, I wish they could be for short moments, yeah. but they're not. I hold on to them for a long, and they don't. Sometimes they don't have nothing to do with me. Like I don't know why I'm like that. So that's something else to me that I struggle with because I feel like some of that stuff. Shout out to the cops. Um, or the ambulance. That's my homie out there. Um, but I feel like some of that stuff has nothing to do with my walk mm-hmm. um, with the Lord. Like if DMX can be himself, his whole self, and still be like, I'm seated right with my man, God. I wish I could be like that too. Like sometimes I just I just be guilt tripping to the point where I'm like, um, why would God want to mess with me? why would he want i that really happens and i feel like you have to really know that your worth not we were just talking about worth from men but you're you really got to know that your worth from god is is nothing you can do to earn it right and i feel like when you make when i make mistakes sometimes i feel like i i don't deserve it Mm -hmm. i don't i don't deserve it and i need to I, although I don't deserve it, I also need to focus on the fact that I can't earn it. Right. I can't earn it. So that's like a hard place for me to find a, a medium in. And when you talk about guilt trip, I'm glad you brought that up. Because when you talk about guilt trip, that's sort of how I am too. Um, a lot of, I internalize a lot of stuff. Yes, that was the word I was Inter- looking for, internalize it. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. Um, sometimes being guilty is not bad because it shows that we sort of empathize with other people, which makes us Or we good. feel. We, we feel, mm-hmm. yeah, because, you know, it's not a bad thing. It's just when we 
when it consumes our mind, our practice, our everyday uh, routine. Right. That's when it's like, okay, we need to kind of, you know, focus on one thing. Because again, and when you said God, you know, you know, whatever we do, it's not like we're trying to earn God's love. God loves us anyway. Regardless, and right. And that's what, again, we need to tell ourselves that it doesn't matter what we're doing. Like, we just have to just find that God loves us regardless. And it's a hard message to listen to sometimes. We're still, like, processing so much. Right. Because we think so much, right. you know? And especially, like, with the jobs we do and the people we around, we think too much. And, mm -hmm. I, and that's... That's big. Uh, I, I think about a lot of things. I think about things that I don't even know why the heck I'm right, thinking about it. Right. And it'd be like in the middle of the night and I'm up and I'm like, why am I even then? Oh, was this the right thing? Um, how should I talk to my girl, boss? Uh, should, I clean, should I clean my room tomorrow? <laughs> no, all of, they might seem like minute things, but they all those. Them, these are the things I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, Like it will all come in like different stages. It's like. I just, I don't know why, why we're thinking about this. And then right. you start crying for, there've been times where I would just, but I would be crying at a commercial. I don't know where it came from. I was mm. okay like right. 10 minutes ago. And I'll be crying like, yo, that commercial. <laughs> it really <laughs> touched my spirit. It'd be an animal commercial. I'm like, yo, what's, going on? <laughs> what's happening on? <laughs> Who wants this now? <laughs> like what in the world? So it's very hard. Uh, I think we do internalize a lot um, just because of the people we are. We empathize and we care. Mm -hmm. We overcare sometimes, and it's like we gotta find a balance. We gotta find a limit. Like, right, right. You know, like it's not our fault. Like, if something happens. I, it, I'll, I, yeah, I do it a lot too, though. You're right, though. With I, like, I feel like the point you made, like the most important point to me that you made was that um, we gotta like we gotta know that that that's that's kind of in indicative of the fact that we're good people because mm -hmm. i feel like people who don't guilt trip or people not saying that you should make a habit of guilt tripping but when you don't question your actions or you don't worry about could i like when it doesn't cross your mind at all that's a little weird yeah like i would hope that some things bother you and you're a little it's kind of cold-hearted yeah bit. like you're questioning you know your motives and blah blah yeah. blah i clearly sometimes the manner in which we do it can be unhealthy mm -hmm. but the idea that it exists within us to me is indicates that we're good people oh yeah or decent people yeah of course um of course if you had if there's a lesson that you learned just from dmx's passing and just how he lived his life mm -hmm. what would you say it is i think it's it's just always putting god first i mean this man truly struggled in front of our eyes he had a high life where he was the most popular rapper in the world mm -hmm. to his downfall to his watching him rehabilitate himself slightly then falling down so many times in the public eye and i feel like god he's never wait wa uh, let me say uh wavered his faith you never seen him say oh you know bump this yes his actions probably were not the best mm -hmm. um but his struggle is like we all struggle. Right. So he's not perfect, but neither am I. So I'm not going to judge him. And I feel like he wore so much of his life on his sleeve for mm -hmm. everybody. He wore his heart on his sleeve. Every person that came in contact with him had positive interactions. Right. This man did not allow his demons to like, like let him get big headed or have an ego mm -hmm. about where he was. So I think... He owed a lot of that to God. And I think sometimes we really just need to 
like praise God for all, every little blessing we have, mm. the opportunity to impact people's lives. I know so that's right. I feel like I take that away from him a lot. Yeah, to make know? an impact on people. Uh, to make an impact on yeah. people. Um, it's so weird because I, when I leave this earth, I want somebody to be able to say that I positively impacted them. Like right. a, a lot of these monumental um, and untimely deaths that we see him nipsey mm -hmm. and just people like that i feel like there's like this common theme of them impacting people positively and some of it you could see on front street but some of it you just hear it in the stories that people tell right. about conversations they had with um with these people or just interactions that they've had so like you if anything he teaches me to positively impact people mm -hmm. and to like you also said this to not judge people because mm -hmm. you don't know what people are struggling with um the christian community the religious community can be very hard on other people especially when their walks of life don't look like what's the right way a walk of life mm -hmm. should be so like you have these um you have these people who kind of shun people away when they don't live this good cookie cutter life the bible thumpers should we call them that like they kind of i don't i don't even know holy rollers yeah um something in that that realm where right. they think that oh you live by scripture everything needs to be right to a T. like we're human exactly we fall short, you know so and you don't know what you never even which which we see another person going through or dealing with um you never know what demons they're battling. You don't know what type of anxiety or guilt trips they're having on the inside right. that you don't know about. Mm -hmm. Every lifestyle that you see on Front Street doesn't mean that it's, oh my gosh, enjoyable. Like, I, you could see me on Tuesday looking like I'm having a ball and you think I'm doing the wrong thing. You don't know what I what happened to me Tuesday night. Right. You don't know what I overcame to wake up on Wednesday morning. So I just feel like, um, not judging others, positively impacting other, uh, people and living your life unapologetically, not really caring about who's going to say what and who's not going to say what. Mm -hmm. I have this problem because for so long, I, I did not want to. I never want to come off like a hypocrite and I still don't want to, mm -hmm. you know, but sometimes you just got to live in your truth. Right. And, you know, you can't allow the fear of being a hypocrite or you know of not living your life in like this linear do right style keep you from like you said praising god mm -hmm. or keep you away from god or keep you from doing great things you just gotta live it right i'm coked up and i'm about to pray for y'all what's up like you know what? okay what's up they are alcoholics that are preaching they are pastors and i don't uh, i don't agree with this in the catholic church that are doing opposite things and having rendezvous on the freaking pulpit and they still preaching on a sunday listen you know? and that's to me that's the beauty of him yeah because i know you wanted to talk about Derek jackson i don't want to talk about I him ready, at all but, but you know what? that's it's an okay. example right like you gotta be honest and I don't, it's it's a weird place to exist in, Quats, because it's like the people who are in charge of teaching us should live right. Mm -hmm. They should be teaching us the right things to do. I think that there should be a little bit more grace in the realm of what they're teaching. Mm -hmm. And there should be 
a line or door of open communication so that people who are struggling feel like they can talk to somebody because in most cases the people teaching are also going through i'm yelling but they also going, going through, through the it. same struggles like mm. i know you want to talk about Derek jackson i do but it's okay we don't we don't have to brush that but subject it's okay you could be a phony mm-hmm. and you you could be a phony and you could live your life on front street like you don't make no mistakes or and I'm not saying preachers should just be on on the on the pulpit saying yeah I cheat on my wife every yeah, other week yeah. I, that's not what I'm saying what I am saying is though be a little humble with it and mm. um that's yeah. the key thing humble be a, a lot humble. of people tend to forget that you have to be humble because you could sit up here and you don't know whose life or whose testimony you're telling, you're talking about some people talk, some pastors talk about themselves. Right. There's some pastors that are honest that, you know, in the beginning, I wasn't the most uh, best husband that I should have been. Right. And that's what we appreciate. Sometimes it is good to just let it out. You never know who you will impact. So I also feel like people need to make a habit out of educating after their storm and not right. during it. That is true. I, I think some people just love to tell people what they're going through. And there's nothing wrong with that about being transparent with your story. But I feel like breakthroughs are more impactive once you actually experience the breakthrough like true. you don't got to teach us through your breakthrough because to me you taking away you taking away valuable time and energy that could be spent on your, on breakthrough, your breakthrough trying to teach everybody right. how about you go through it take a step back if you need to and um get through it be over it be done with it and then come back and, then come back, and yeah. teach people about what you overcame because then you could be honest about every single step of the way and no step of the way has to be like a front or right. a fake you know i don't know no that's good spreading yeah. the knowledge that's what we need you know but i get it when you're healing it's not the best time to be giving advice to Ooh. like people because there's some people that will tell you some stuff in the moment of their emotional stuff they going right. through and that'll be the wrong that's why you know what honestly i'm not gonna lie but that's why you gotta do your word you know go to your word Excuse go to me. the bible go to what you need to go to read a little bit because sometimes everybody advice may not work for you right you know right what I'm saying? at that time so right you just gotta be mindful so many people want to put their healing on front street yeah, we and don't, we don't need all it, it is helpful to some people, but you also, you can't do it. You can't overwhelm yourself, you know, trying to be O-D, O-D, O-D. Right. No, I, I agree. I have a story time. Okay. And I'm going to try and keep it quick because I feel like this thing may die. And no. I really, hold on, let me just, do you hear anything? Mm -mm. Me neither. I don't, I don't know. I see a, a blinky. Let's see. Oh, maybe I need to turn this up. Up, Let me see. Yo. Can you? I wonder if y'all could hear anything that are listening. It ain't nothing like making all kind of love to some. Is that the wrong song to what sing What song today? is that? That's John to Austin. You, Remember he he was uh signed to uh Jermaine Dupri for like a little bit. I feel like I know his name, but I don't really know any of his songs. Yeah, he only made like really one good hit, and because he was a producer, mm. so he he oh, wrote okay. for a lot of people. But you know, there was a there was a time in the two thousands where some of these producers were <laughs> popping out of the scene. And I know you remember. You know I. 
<laughs> I know you remember. This is this is my 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 exit. Okay, I'm giving away my age. Oh, y'all know how old I am. This is my exit out of high school to like um college. Quatley so is 45 years it old. It ain't nothing like me. You know, you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say anything else, but yes, our all right. So I have story time and um this I didn't really mean for this to be like a you know go to church episode, but it is what it is. We're here. Um, so I, I don't know if I ever told this story on the podcast before, and I'm going to try and be very quick with it. Okay. I'm not going to, I know about this story. Uh, you might not actually, um, it's very long winded, but I'm, you know, I'm trying to do my thing. So I went to Regent university and, um, Regent university for those of you who don't know is a Christian university in Virginia beach. And, uh, I, when I got to Regent university, I would say that's when I really, started my walk with God, like my serious walk. But Lord, the transition there was a hard one because I was, uh, it was a culture shock getting there. Um, You know, at Regent University, every single assignment you do, it don't matter if you're in algebra, English class, uh, politics, you have to add scripture to everything. So any paper I wrote, I had to incorporate scripture mathematics i had to incorporate scripture so i went to community college first then transferred into regent my junior year and upon arriving in the classrooms all these classmates of mine were like we would be in class talking about how do you solve this algebraic equation and the kids would be quoting scripture in the middle of the class like they would be like well luke uh uh chapter two verse one says uh, by one accord, we must divide. Ooh. And and I would just be in class like, what is going on? Like, I'm a sinner. I would really feel so insecure. I used to feel super insecure. Um, I would walk through the halls and I would be like, oh my gosh, like I can't do this. I'm, I, would, I literally went through, it. not only is Regent University a Christian university, it's a predominantly white university. So I was walking around this school with hella white people. They were all like, super duper superhero christians and i was like yo i'm wildin and i like during that time in my life i decided i was gonna stop listening to hip-hop music and as you guys know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's my favorite i love hip-hop music but i thought that that was one of the key contributors to me being a sinner mm-hmm. and i was just like i can't do this anymore like i have to change my life i gotta wow. live for christ and step one is no longer listening to hip-hop music and i would cry i would go to prayer groups and i would be like i have an unspoken when i tell you i used to ball like i would cry my heart out my favorite biggie song is what's beef (laughs) that's my favorite biggie song and i remember i not only did i delete that song i deleted almost like every biggie song from my serato i went out and i bought i i like i deleted almost all my hip-hop albums i went out and would I, and bought the clean version of like American Gangster, Nas, Elmatic. I was like, I can do this, but I have to listen to the clean version, et cetera, et cetera. Long story short, I remember talking to one of my friends who didn't go to the school, but I was telling her about the insecurities I was feeling at this school. And she was like, Jernique, every student that is walking past you with their headphones on in that school is not listening to gospel. She was <laughs> like, I need you to relax calm down she was like as christian as you think that university is there's people on campus getting turned she was like there are people blasting hip-hop in their headphones everything in their headphones just relax and stop being overwhelmed and i was just like okay and then 
Um, so I'm still going through my walk. I really decided I'm not going to listen to hip hop. And then my senior year, I'm going to try and speed this up. My senior year, I became a part of the, um, dang, I became a part of the National Honor Society of Communications. And mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. it's like a group. Um, it, it's like a, you know, one of them societies. And my president was a black girl who was in my class. And I used to look up to this girl because I was like, damn, here she is at this predominantly white school. She's killing shit. She's like, excuse me, she's killing stuff. She's the president of this organization. She's bomb. Like, this is dope. And... We talked a few times. She was in my class. And my senior semester, my last class, um, one day she came into class. And I noticed a bump. I noticed a bump. She had on a huge flight jacket. And I noticed a bump. And I was like, hmm, I think this girl is pregnant. And... Mm. We're probably like 21, 22. And I'm like, this girl is pregnant. But I could not tell. But I was just like, hmm. So I kept paying attention. Then a few weeks or even days later, I got an email from my, my honor society. And it was from her. And she was stepping down as the president. Mind you, there's like three months left of school, Quatley. And I knew she was pregnant. After uh -huh. she stepped down, I'm like, damn, she's pregnant. And as she continued to come to class, I was able to just see that her belly and she was pregnant. I don't know how I missed it during the semester, but I just maybe she hit it very well. And I that started, I think, uh, me being able to. Uh, hate religion and love God for who he was that something in me shifted when I saw that happen because I was really sad that this girl with an exceptional GPA with a brilliant record great rapport with her peers had to step down from presidency because she got pregnant two to three months before her graduation it made no sense to me and I was like oh bump that I was like that's what we doing at this school that's what she has to do that's not fair and that's something that was like a pivotal part in like I guess developing my own relationship with Christ and I remember that just seeing that play out really pissed me off and then i was like oh i'm listening to hip-hop music again i don't know i know these gary things don't came really back to gary. gary came back to gary and my final paper for my capstone um i decided to write a paper on um hypocrisy in christianity and how i believed that hip-hop was poetry and it was literature and it was to be respected as you know shakespearean like art like, like art. literature yeah because and, it is literature and yes. how there was this this i didn't know at the time that a lot of it is due to racial constructs because black people run hip-hop for the most part but i was i argued in my paper that the same Christians that hate hip hop music or feel you shouldn't listen to it will watch any movie, will play any video game that has violence, killing, murder, sex, drugs, and they'll call those classics. You, I, Black people alone didn't make The Godfather hot. Right. It's, it, it, a lot of you Christians like stuff like that. that it's a hundred of you Christians that watch Game of Thrones every day. Oh, gosh. That, and I'm not saying that's a wrong thing. What I'm saying is that that's how this society has been set up. And at the end of the day, even Christianity, elements of it is, is rooted in racial constructs. So the things that y'all love are okay. 
mm-hmm. but the things that y'all don't love are not okay so you know jay-z rapping about his old life doing this is very different from um is very different from uh al pacino being the mob boss why are they different why are they different why can't you accept hip-hop as being art and the movie as being art um so long story short after that i feel like i just determined that it's very important to develop your own relationship and you know you do have to be subjective of what you allow yourself Mm -hmm. to listen to but i also feel like everybody has um different moral compasses and different understandings if you if you feel like hip-hop is not for you because maybe it makes you feel bad or it takes over your brain or then don't listen to it by all means and that goes for any genre of music but if you're able to to me identify it as art the same way you look at a video game the same way you look at a movie or commercial etc then do your thing like you do your thing in moderation or whatever the case may be but that was my little story time. Um, that was really good, Carrie. But I never knew that. Um, but I just seeing that girl, I felt like that's a part of. Um, damn, I don't even know the word I'm thinking of, but it's protocol mm-hmm. and and life. This episode is all about DMX, clearly, but life is not about protocol. Like, and I felt like to me, the Christian thing to do would have been like, dang, sh- like girl you know who's your baby daddy or if you felt but talk to her and let her know she she's still deserving of that title even though she's pregnant there's nothing because we all or they could have gave her a sister or somebody like a sister if she knew that it like say like she was coming towards like the end of her pregnancy she couldn't do it at least give her the title have she a little... wasn't that far along quite. oh so they kind of I, I oh go ahead finish your story no have... that's it i okay. just feel like she was made to feel like because she got pregnant out of wedlock she was not in a position to be a leader anymore and i think that is really messed up and it really changed my mind about not only that school but just life in general because Mm -hmm. a lot of people feel like that and i do think that when you go through certain things um sometimes you have to take a step if you're in a position of power Mm -hmm. and you do something that's really crazy yes maybe you might have to take a step down i don't think that that was a scenario in which she needed to do that not two months before her graduation not with the gpa she had not with the record she had i didn't think it was necessary I didn't think it was necessary or right. I feel like anybody would have been like, girl, why are you doing this? I feel like there should be Christians like that. Like, girl, okay, so what? Like, you you we'll know, if you, you want to anyway. do, if you want to, if you're upset with yourself, be upset with yourself. But let's move on because you deserve to be in this position. Right. That's, there should be people in the Christian realm talking to people like that and telling them that. Or so fe- yeah, that's that's. Oh, go ahead. Are you? I'm done. Gary? I'm done. That was that was first of all a very moving. Now I see. <laughs> it's like I learn every every episode. I learn more and more about you, even though I've known you for a long time. And that's really I like that because unfortunately, people take religion as the 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 placeholder instead of knowing God for themselves. So, you know, the people that believe in, like, Christianity and stuff, they, especially you went to an all-Christian university, Mm -hmm. so they take the image of the religion and how you're supposed to act, and this is what you're supposed to do. Well, going back 
a couple minutes when we're talking about you got pastors out here that done did the whole thing, done did the whole, I'm, I'm talking about a little bit of Catholicism, but mm-hmm. did the whole sacrament, did all this kind of stuff, but yet behind closed doors, <laughs> even at the pulpit, they're doing some stuff. There was a story that broke out not too long ago about a Christian that had two hookers on the pulpit of his church. Mm-hmm. I mean, they were obviously doing consensual adult things, but you took it to the to the house of the Lord. <laughs> why are you why are you gonna preach here on Sunday? You doing this on a on a Monday? But mm-hmm. again, um, we shouldn't judge. And and again, I hope this woman, whoever she is, um, I that, haven't seen or heard from her in ten years. I pray. I, I don't I even pray remember life her name. Into her, hope everything is good with her and her child. Because again, you know her. She she deserved um, better. You know, and in this world, we have to, we got to have a support system in, in these religious communities. We got to have a support system because life happens, you know, in the Islamic community, there's issues in the, what is it? The Hindu community is issues in the Buddhist com- community, there's issues. But the problem is people take the religion and they wa- and that's what they believe in. They don't believe in God, relationship. like the relationship. Mm-hmm. God never said, oh, Christianity is the, is, is the top notch religion you got to believe in there's nowhere in the bible that it says that it's you got to form your own relationship with god and that's what dmx did he had his own relationship with god granted he was um battled with drug addiction but he was confident with his relationship in god and a lot of us are not so our problem is we look and we 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 look to these leaders we can't put our our trust in like a human because they will disappoint us eventually that's gonna happen right so we just got to kind of find our own walk uh just 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 um do it every you know not every not every day if you got stuff going on you know everybody works and and got a life but you know you just got to form your own relationship yeah relationship is key relationship Mm -hmm. is important it's important and i feel like i'm not i i i don't think that any type of religion or uh, relationship that you have with the Lord should lack accountability. That's not what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying that w- there should just be no rules and no yeah, moral definitely. compasses. But what I'm saying is that the danger that we pose or that even being judgmental, and I'm, I'm guilty of being judgmental sometimes too. I'm not going to front. But like the danger that we pose in that is this idea that sins that are hidden are more respectful than than sins that we can see right and like if you can hide your sins then you're good but if you can't you're bad bad. and it's like bro we all out here falling short of the glory of god like all of us literally um hold people accountable but also give them grace like the lord gives us grace because that is good. If we true. don't, we'll have a race of babies who hate the ladies that make, make the, the babies. babies. Hey, Tupac, <laughs> Gary in the house. Gary uh, Shakur is in the house. Yes, Gary Shakur. You no. know, um, I have more to talk about, but we're probably like an hour in um, almost. So I really I mean, we will save the rest of the conversation for another episode of This is 30. Is there anything you wanted to say before? I just want to say, <laughs> Gary, thank you for putting me on this platform because I feel inspired every time I'm sitting next to you. You're you, my favorite male cousin. Oh, my gosh. Quads, thank you. No problem. 
by the way, he's not crying. It's okay, y'all. But anyways. Oh, Major. You know, don't go. <laughs> I'm not going to do it again. Are we going to play? I'm are we going to no, play no, no, this? No. We can play it. I'm not doing outro. it. I'm not. I'm, it's, 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 it, I'm slipping. Well, actually, what song is that? Oh, I know what theme music I don't, I don't know. It's a DMX. Yeah, it's yeah. DMX. And, re- and rest I, in peace to DMX. Rest too. in peace. And, and, rest, and rest in peace to DMX. We love you dearly. We love you. What's your favorite DMX song? Man, um, I don't want the title. There's a curse in it, but what these want from a, from the that and also oh my goodness oh my goodness get it on the flow get get it on the flow that's my jam mm. that, you know I'm about I that. think is that a drag on song that's or, like a drag on but song it with, has with, DMX I, in I love it because I just think DMX is he's he's a great guy man he's yeah. a great guy he was he was rest in peace to DMX yo like for real like um and thank you to everybody for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. We got a little deep today. Pause. Yes, we did. Um, but oh, oh, okay. uh-huh. but thank you for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. Make sure you tune in each and every Monday. We back. We back on our consistency we flow. Um, make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and a mama and a cousin and a daddy to listen to the This Is Thirty podcast. No more sound issues. I figured out. I know I said it in the beginning, but I have labeled my microphone so I know how to alleviate the issue. Basically, only one of my cords work with one of my mics, so I have to make sure I plug in the mic with that cord, um, if that makes sense. Um, so, yeah, you know, make sure to tune in. Make sure to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. And, yeah, we'll catch you next Monday. Peace. Peace out.